Welcome to College Street Victory Church. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. Wow. I just want to stay in that state of worship. That is something special. That we get to lift up the name above every other name. And that name is Jesus. Don't you tell me that he can't do it. I think that's a perfect setup for the word that he has for you today. Don't you tell me that he can't restore relationships, that he can't do breakthrough in the area of finances, that he can't bring on physical, emotional, and spiritual healing in your life. I love that. I love that. Well, praise God and welcome to our brand new series. Man. I love the energy. Holy health. Make sure you say that right. Holy health. Health. Yeah. My wife made sure. Make sure you say that right. If not, it should show up in the right text. Hopefully. <laughs> Praise God. Well, welcome to this series. You know, it's, uh, it's a bit of a guide uh, on coaching and establishing the priorities that need to be in our life. And the effects that health has on the whole body, mind, and soul. And not only am I a pastor, but I'm a certified life coach. And I'm going to coach you a bit today. Is that okay? I'm going to coach you with the word of God today. So if something doesn't make sense, I'll take credit for it. But if it does, let's give glory to God in his word today. And I want to start off with the first foundation, and that is the foundation of faith. I I teach what's called the five Fs. We're going to go through those this week. So you're not going to want to miss a week, by the way. You're going to want to get every one because it leads into the next. But this is the foundation. Have you ever noticed that when you're building a building, most of the work takes a foundation? If you've ever seen a skyscraper go up, it starts out with a big hole in the ground. And you wonder, like, are they ever going to build something? But they're working on the foundation. Because what you build it on will determine whether or not it can weather the storm. And if you don't build it on the word of God, it's like building it on sand. It don't matter how good it looks on the outside. If it doesn't have a solid foundation, it's just going to blow over. So, And that's a word for some of you today too. Some of those things you think that are a big deal in your life that have been coming against you, they're going to blow over. Say it's going to blow over. It's going to blow over. But what will remain is God's word. I don't know if you've ever wondered on how the depth of your belief can affect the whole body. Well, stress, worry, and anxiety in many cases are all part of an unbelief or an unhealthy belief system. You know, the American Institute of Health put this out. They said that 75 to 90% of all visitations to primary care physicians are stress-related problems. It's because where do you allow your focus to go? What do you allow to take up even valuable real estate in here or in here that just is not worth your time? If we focus on something that is unhealthy long enough, we get these unhealthy symptoms that affect our mental, emotional, and spiritual health. 
Things that we allow into our mind eventually will take root in our heart. Isn't that right, Rolly? Dr. Caroline Leaf, a cognitive neurologist, so she's smart, so we should listen to her. She said, how we think not only affects our own spirit, soul, and body, but also the people around us. Experts say that most of our foundational beliefs will be established by age 10. Age 10. And maybe that's why Jesus said in Matthew 18, Let the little children come to me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. He also says if we don't have faith like a child and humble ourselves like a child, we won't enter into the kingdom of God. So like my son said the other day, how do we remain childlike without becoming childish? <laughs> it's from a 14-year-old. We need to remain faithful to this command because it affects our whole health. We need to be constantly challenging our BS, our belief system, on an ongoing basis. For Romans 12, 2 says that we are not to conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Then, say then, we will be able to test and prove what God's perfect and pleasing and perfect will is. You ready for a test this morning? Okay. Well, today we want to test the faith by getting into God's word and renewing our minds. I think there's many of us out there that believe that we could be better than we are right now. And we want to leave better than when we came in. Do you agree? Okay, I'm talking to the right crowd. So here we go. We're going to go into Hebrews 11 now. The author is unknown. We do have a pretty good idea who it might be. It could have been Paul, Barnabas, or Apollos. But we do know that the writer was really close to the disciples of Jesus, and we know it is anchored on the teachings of the apostles. So the audience was made up of Christian Jews or Jewish Christians, and therefore that's why the book is called Hebrews. That's where it gets its name. Did you know that? Well, you do now. <laughs> So, and in chapter 10, the chapter before this, tells us that the church was facing persecution. Anyone faced any kind of persecution or resistance lately? Yeah. <laughs> and they were also facing imprisonment because of their belief, ladies and gentlemen, in Jesus. Don't think for one moment that your belief isn't going to come with some sort of barrier that's going to try to get in the way and test that belief system. There will always be an attack on your belief, and this is how faith shows itself that it is the foundation of holy health. In the letter to the Hebrews, some were even walking away from Jesus and abandoning their faith because of what they saw on the outside, not what they were seeing that God was doing on the inside. Not that what they were seeing that they couldn't see that was happening behind the scenes. Come on, how many of you know that God is always working behind the scenes? It's like that seed that goes into the ground, that mustard seed of faith that goes into the ground. You gotta think that little seed in the ground, when it first goes into the dirt and it's dark, it's probably scary. 
and it's got tons of weight of soil on top of it. And it's probably thinking, what am I doing here? But then something starts to break. And it's what you don't see that God is doing even in the darkest places of your life. That he is going deep. He is establishing a root system. He is establishing stability to release his ability. So that one day you'll be so big, not, not just a little seed anymore, but you will provide shelter and need and even birds can land on you. <laughs> Come on. You were made for much more than what you think is holding you down and suppressing or oppressing you. Faith. The first point of this letter, the first point of this letter that the author is trying to make is that we elevate Jesus over everything. Jesus. Say Jesus. Jesus over everything. The second challenge is to us as the readers to remain faithful despite what we face. Remain faithful. So I want to go to the famous verse in Hebrews 11, verse 1, that says this. Some of your translations might even start with, what is faith? translation I have for you is found in the NIV and it says faith shows the reality of what we hope for it is the evidence of things we cannot see so number one faith starts in our heart the start is in your heart just like you can't see the inner workings of your heart right now as is working and, and pumping blood and oxygen to all your organs and throughout your body and even to your brain right now so you can process what I'm trying to say to you. I mean, we might not want to see that happening in real time, but it's happening. It's at work. You see, the inner workings of God and the Holy Spirit in you, say in me, are creating things new. New beliefs that form new breakthroughs. And as you challenge your inner beliefs with the faith and the boldness and the belief in Jesus, you will become more healthy. In verse 3, it says, By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. So that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. The earth wasn't always there. It had to have a creator. Somebody at work when it was nothing but void, nothing but darkness. What is God doing around you and in you that you don't see? You see, it is a process of hoping for the best, seeing the best internally when faced with those external factors of, that challenge our beliefs. The beauty of faith is that it's not blind like Shakespeare said. Love is blind. It's not this image of a Cupid with a blindfold, this little naked baby just randomly shooting arrows. Faith does not shoot aimlessly, ladies and gentlemen. We are not blinded by our beliefs either to the point that we don't see our flaws. Someone once told me, Pastor, you need to tell people of their sin and how they need to repent of their sin. And I'm like, I'm sorry, sir, but 
Most people already know that they're sinners. I don't have to point out sin in my own life and in my brother and sister. Come on. Right? Like, I don't have to tell you that we all struggle. We all fall short. We're not naive. Come on. It's actually our ability to process pain and challenge the natural things of this world with the word of God that allows us to step out in faith, move in faith, act in faith, and thus seeing the evidence of faith in action. James 2.26 says, As the body without the spirit is dead, so is faith without deeds. Faith without works. Wow. Just park on that for a little bit. We don't think that we need the spirit of the Lord within us to move through us so that we function and that, and that things can come together so that God's super can touch our natural. And that's why we say it is so important that we just don't sit on our assets and just wait on the Lord to come when God is waiting on you. If we are to live a holy lifestyle worthy of the calling that we have all received, we must base our faith on the foundation given from our Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ and through the word that he has given us. By putting aside the thoughts that diminish, come on, put aside the thoughts that are diminishing your God-given destiny. What stinking thinking do you need to cut out that you could do without? It's not beneficial for you and you need to catch it, capture it, take it captive and obedience not to your own strength but to Christ. Not by my strength but by my spirit says the Lord. If you want a whole healthy lifestyle it's going to be by the spirit of the Lord because where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom one more time say it with me freedom oh that feels good thank you Jesus you see it's going to come with a challenge we got a challenge we got a challenge as Christians not to conform but be transformed we got a challenge not to just idle not to just cruise and do what the crowd is doing. For us to become more, experience more, we must do different. Similarity creates comfort, but it's your difference that creates your reward. You were made different. Each one of you is a gift from God. And you might not see the whole picture, but he does. And he wants to awaken the spirit within you. He wants to speak to you. Let those that have ears, let them hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to you this morning. You see, the patterns of this world only lead to pain. The pain of regret. The pain of pride. The pain of selfishness. You see, even passion without purpose will leave us with pain. So let's stop copying the things of this world 
And let's leave room for God's super to touch our natural. Come on. See, even what we listen to has the ability to lift you. Romans 10, 17 says, Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of Jesus Christ. Verse 4 of Hebrews 11, it says, It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man. And God showed his approval of his gifts. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by the example of faith. You see, our belief determines what we bring. I'm telling you, if how I see you, how I see others, will determine how I show up. How I see my family, how I see my spouse, how I see this church will determine what I bring to it. If I were to see others as a nuisance or an inconvenience, I will treat them that way. But if I believe that you are a gift from God, made in his very image, my belief will determine the gifts that I bring. You with me today, ladies and gentlemen? You see, after the the fall of man in the Garden of Eden, they had a great setup, by the way. But due to rebellion and, and sin... The next generation, those two boys, Cain and Abel, they would prove and test the ability of faith through gifts. Giving God our best, why? So he can bless all the rest. Our best. He does not want our scraps, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, we will all one day stand before the Lord, and we all want to hear the same thing. Well done, my good and faithful servant. But he's going to say, what did you do with what I gave you? I don't think he's going to be thinking about the car you drive or even the job that you have. It's going to be about people. It's going to be about people, his people, his children, in which he died for and gave his life for. How did you treat them? How did you treat those relationships? Cain, out of jealousy and anger, ended up killing his very own brother Abel. But Abel, as we know, was eternally blessed. Eternally blessed. What we give to God out of faith shows our righteousness through Christ. Because faith without works is dead. Until Christ came, we were made righteous through our own sacrifice. Now we are made righteous through Christ, the final sacrifice. The gift that was given, the gift of grace and the gift of salvation. Not so that we could just hold on to it, but so that gift could flow to you and through you. You see, Christ calls us all to lay down our lives as a living sacrifice. And how does doing this, you might ask, affect your faith or this holy health? Well, Proverbs 25, Proverbs 11, 25 says that those that refresh others will themselves be refreshed. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot outgive God. He actually says, 
Test me on this and see that I don't open up the floodgates of heaven that you cannot contain it. Why? Because you're not supposed to be able to contain it. You're blessed to be a blessing. The same promise that was spoken over Abraham is spoken over you. I will make you a blessing. Having a whole health means to detox. Detox what's destructive and lay down the things that are holding us back, but also lay down and give our best to God so that we can be blessed. When you go to the gym, I hope you give your best. All the people, all the instructors are clapping. Yes! Do you show up? You know what I'm saying? Are you just hoping somebody else is going to work out for you? I'm just claiming that, what that guy's doing right over there. Mm-mm. Thank you, brother. Oh, yeah. But are you prepared to work? Are you prepared to beat your body into submission, to lay it down at the foot of Christ? Why? So he can lift you up. So you can be honored, so that you can be strengthened. Are you with me? Am I making sense? Okay, good. Praise God. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, and it is impossible. Say impossible. It's impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Believe that he exists and then seek him. Believe, seek him. Believe, seek him. My third point is that faith in God is the beginning of whole health. It says it right there. The scripture says it's impossible to please God without faith, meaning you can please yourself. Go ahead. But how far is that going to get you? And how well has it worked out for you so far? That's what I usually say when I'm coaching someone that comes to me and that isn't quite ready for change yet. They're like, nah, nobody knows my body like I know my body. I'm like, how well is that working out for you? (laughs) Why are you coming to me then? If I can't teach you anything, what are we doing here? Right? It's good that we can laugh at ourselves. It's good. But what do you benefit if you just please yourself? What if you even gain the whole world? The scripture says, but it costs you your soul. Jesus said that in Mark 8, 36. Man, it looks like things are going great. I'm telling you, it's never what it looks like. Jesus also said in Mark 9, 23, all things are possible to who? To him who believes. So you got to have a good belief system. You got to have a healthy belief system if you're going to overcome the battles and experience the breakthrough and the blessing in your life. So we must believe that God exists. Faith is believing in what we can't see. It is also the evidence of what we hope for. Although you may not see God, you believe he exists. Why? Because the evidence is all around you. And some people have testimonies. You can't tell me. You can't tell me. You can't tell me. He is too good to not believe. You can't tell me when I seen a gentleman after 20 years, he was shot in the back, had never stood on his feet again and couldn't walk. Get up out of his chair and walk. Why? Because of the power in the name of Jesus. Don't tell me. 
Romans 1.20 says, For since the creation of this world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made. So people, people are without excuse. What excuse do you have? Remember, your excuses remove your power to change. And the next time that you want to be changed and transformed, how about you go to the Word instead of going to social media and the worries of this world? That's how you're going to get transformed. But don't forget, there's always a test. When you study the manual, there's always a test, isn't there? God's going to put somebody in your life. It's probably somebody close to you. You're going to walk out of here, and they're going to test your patience. They're going to test your joy. (laughs) You're going to test your grace. But thank God you're not doing it on your own strength. By his spirit, says the Lord, the great I am. Everything that we are not, he is. He is the foundation of your dreams, desires, all those things he placed inside your heart. Who do you think put them there? He just wants you to align because alignment comes before assignment. He wants you to align and he wants you to build those things, that family, those desires, those dreams on his word, his foundation, and his mission, not your own. And his mission is great. For those of you who love to travel, it's to go into all the world and make disciples. But how can we go into the world if we can't even get it out of our home? loving all the laughing this morning he rewards those who sincerely there's a difference right sincerely seek him you know here at college street we say we we don't want to just be a friendly church we want to be a church that makes friends that become family anybody can be friendly you can tell when somebody's authentic and when they're not can you not you can tell when they're actually sincere but it's usually by their actions Their faith is shown through their actions. Their belief system comes out in their actions. Yes, it also comes out in their words because from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Words are powerful. 1 Timothy 4.8 says, For physical training is of some value. Yes. But godliness has value for all things. And don't discount physical training because we're going to get into that. That's one of the F's, by the way. Don't discount the temple that God has given you. He's only given you one, okay? For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things. Say all things. All things, that's why it's the foundation. Holding promise for both the present life. He's got promises for you now and the life to come. And I know some of you have made a transition, have made a change. You moved, and if you move for the right motive, watch what God does in your life. Because he says that anyone who gives up house and home or family for my sake will receive a hundredfold in this life and the next. Sincere. Would you guys stand with me? This is the verse that I I want us to think about this week. James 2.26. It says, as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. And the takeaway that I have for you is that faith is the foundation of our future. I want to tell you something. God is challenging my faith every day. 
Sometimes it comes in the form of frustration. So again, don't see every obstacle as a setback, but maybe it's a setup for a comeback. Maybe your obstacle is actually an opportunity because God is in the business of taking messes and turning them into messages. Right? That's what he does because he loves you. And because you can do all things, all things through Christ who gives you strength. I want to share one quick story with you about a friend of mine named Albert. Now, we weren't close friends. This was a friend of a friend, and I got a call. Uh, this was in Lethbridge, Alberta. And I got a call. He wasn't doing so good. And he called a close friend of mine and said this was going to be his final hour. This was it. And my friend was freaking out. He was frustrated. He was mad, and, he, and he's freaking out. And he says, Matt, they're, they're calling me. And I, I said, no, because they, they wanted him to be the next of kin. His brothers are in Winnipeg. Call them. We don't have time for that. We have your number down here. So my friend asked me to come with him to the hospital. He said, would you come with me? Would you pray for him? I said, of course. Of course. And we showed up there, and Albert wasn't looking so hot. All kinds of things hooked up to him. He was on oxygen. The nurses had give up, given up and ready to say his last goodbyes. You get a few few mumbles out, a few moans out, but that was about it. And my buddy went to the foot of his bed and he started to share his heart. He said, Albert, you know what I believe. You know I believe in Jesus. And I want you to believe in Jesus too. You know very well that tomorrow could be your funeral. And I want to stand at your funeral and say that Albert is with Jesus. You can have that. Do you want that? And Albert just kind of nodded his head. He said, Pastor Matt will lead us through a prayer. And I'm thinking, like, dude, you can lead him through a prayer. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not more holier than you. And so I led him through this prayer, and he got a few moans out. And, and I'm telling you the honest truth as I stand here today. After the last somewhat word he got out, he sat up, he took his oxygen mask off, and he said, I'm hungry. <laughs> Praise the Lord, but we didn't know what was going on. We were freaking out. This is his last meal? Like, what do you mean he's hungry? So we called the nurses in, and they got, everything got crazy, and they shoot us out shoot us out. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, they released Albert 48 hours later from the hospital. Don't you tell me that he can't do it. And I want to lead you through the same prayer that I led Albert through that night in the hospital. Paul said in Romans 10:9, if we believe in our hearts, Believe that God the Father raised his son from the grave and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. We'll be saved. So I want to lead you through that prayer right now. Maybe you prayed it before and you're praying it again. Maybe you're coming back to God because you know things aren't healthy right now. That's just as important as if you're praying it for the first time this morning. Would you pray it with me? Is that cool? Would you pray this prayer with me? If so, say yes, I will. Thank you. 
Let's just bow our heads and close our eyes. And let's repeat after me. Say, dear Jesus, I'm ready to be healthy. I'm ready to be whole. I know what it's like to sin. Would you please forgive me? You see, I believe that you chose to die for me and for my sins. I believe that you rose from the grave. Would you come into my life? Would you come into my heart? And would you be Lord over my life? In Jesus' name. and heads are bowed. If you prayed that prayer for the first time ever or you're coming back to Christ, would you just give me a thumbs up in the room right now? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. Let's give the Lord some praise in his house today. Remain standing because... Here at College Street, we, like I said, we believe wholeheartedly in the commission, the great commission to make disciples. We're not called to make converts. Our, our vision is to reach, teach, mobilize, mobilize, mobilize. And Jesus mobilizes all of us when he calls us to step into the water with him and be baptized. The Great Commission says to go into all the world baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Romans, it says, when we go in the water, we are baptized with Christ. We take all of that to the grave, under the water. And when it says, when we come up out of the water, that we are resurrected with Christ. In Acts, it says, what are you waiting for? Get up and be baptized. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to make it difficult. We're going to make it real easy. The difficult part was already done. The victory has already been won. And so for some of you that have been fighting for victory, how about today you fight from victory? How about today you leave all that stuff behind and walk in the strength of the Spirit of the Lord? So if that's you, we got towels, we got clothes, you name it, we got it. I'm going to be down here. Even if you just want to come forward and you just want to worship God, if you need prayer, you can come forward. If you need a touch, you can come forward. You don't need an excuse to come forward. But even where you're at right now, God can touch you. God can reach you. God can move in you. Actually, I'm going to ask you this. I haven't done this in a while. I'm not going to call anybody out, but is there anyone that needs healing, either physically, mentally, emotionally, in you, in you right now? Just if you do, give me a thumbs up. I know it's a bold move, but if you're standing next to somebody that's giving a thumbs up right now, put your hand on them. If they came with you, they're your family or your friend, would you put your hand on them? Or maybe you just want an excuse to love on somebody and put your hand on them. You can do that and pray for them right now. If they didn't come with you and you don't want that, you can say, no, thank you. <laughs> that's still your permission too. But let's just pray over them right now as we press in. Father God, I thank you. I thank you. We've seen you move. I thank you, Lord. We're just acting in obedience right now because you say you require obedience more than sacrifice. And you called us to lay hands on the sick. 
Lord, I thank you through your Holy Spirit right now. Would you just touch them? As I speak, would you touch them? Would you flow from the top of their head to the tip of their toes? Healing, 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 breakthrough, healing, healing. Fear has no place in here. You can get out of here. Anxiety is not of our heavenly father. It is not of the anointing. You can get out of here too. If you agree with any of these, just say amen or say see ya, see ya, see ya. Send it back. You don't have to receive every package that you've been delivered. Send it back. Return to sender. That didn't come from God. Only good things come from our God. And he wants to deliver good things to you right now. Just receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Even financial breakthrough. Receive it. We don't live in poverty. Receive it. Receive it. Addictions that have been holding you back on your own strength. Receive the spirit of the Lord. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Move. Speak to it. Tell it where to go. In Jesus' name, receive it. Let's just worship God now. And if that was you that wanted to be baptized, just come forward. Thank you for tuning in today and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.